TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome into the show. Bill Ryder with you. Show rolls on. Let's talk to Ephraim Salam, who is a longtime former offensive lineman in the NFL, former colleague of mine on the now extinct Fox Sports Live, but our friendship lives on, and he is here now. E, good morning. What's up, buddy? Good morning. How you doing? Did you see the other day the 10-year anniversary of Fox Sports Live came and went? Yeah. That's crazy, bro. How long did that show yeah, last? The three, three, the three, three weeks? The station we built. We built it, baby. We built it. How's that working out for us? Is it going well? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, Ephraim, I don't know if you saw this or not, but but Ryan Clark over on, on ESPN – I think it's fair to say he took some shots at he took some shots at Tua. I mean, it was a pretty Tua's been at the strip. Tua looks like one of the gals at the strip club in Atlanta. Tua doesn't look like he's in shape. Tua's been at the tattoo parlor, not in the gym. And Tonga Vailoa took some exception to it. And I thought it had a pretty good response. I'm just curious in general terms when when guys are playing, what the reaction is when former players, for lack of a better term, spout off from a media post. Well, it, there's different ways to spot out from a media post. Those things that Ryan Clark was saying, those sound like personal attacks, right? Like you can talk about, you know, me underperforming in games, me, uh, you know, the things associated with, with me playing. But you, when you start personally attacking someone, then it comes off as, you know, angry, it comes off as uh, spiteful, hateful, for whatever reason. And you may not even know as the person being attacked. So when you start talking about his body and he looks like a stripper and, and, and things like that and and look at why, why he's getting tattoos, now it seems like that's a personal problem. But if it's, uh, well, you know, on third downs, he's got to go through his progressions and he's got to make this read instead of forcing the ball over here. He's got to study film a little bit more, like – now now we understand as an analyst, a former player, you're looking at the game differently. The thing that us as former players do that no other analyst who hasn't played can do is we can see the game through a lens that many can't. So we can speak to those things through that lens. And when you start talking about body shape and tattoos, now you're going off and anybody in this business can do that. E from Slam on the show. E, I um, I'm really bullish on Tua. Like I just thought when he was healthy last year, I thought that team was incredibly dynamic. On the As stuff you that's should a, be. Hey, I was going to ask you on the stuff that's appropriate on the football stuff. It sounds like you are in a similar mold. How, 
the AFC is really tough. How good can the Dolphins be this year if Tua can stay healthy and on the field? If if Tua stays healthy, they can compete for that division. Flat out. They can compete for that division because they're a different dynamic offense with that receiving core, that running game, and Tua being healthy. For whatever reason, you can say what you want to about him. When he was in the starting lineup and healthy, they were exceptional. They were exceptional. You got to think about, you know, the Cincinnati game, uh, then the Buffalo game, back-to-back. Like, when you look, when he got hurt on, on, on both of those games, right, they were back-to-back, hit his head, came back, finished that game, they won, went, uh, went into the Thursday night game and got concussed for all the world to see. Like, he was on path right there. Those are the big games that we hadn't seen Miami perform in in quite some time. And they were viable opponents. They were right up there with them uh, and, and, and able to win those games. So how could you say it would be anything less? They got better on defense. They went out and got Ramsey and, and did some things that they needed to do. And so just the whole energy around it, uh, I, I believe they can be a, a viable contender in that division. E, there's a lot of confidence emanating from Miami and from Tua. Different saga on the other side of the country in the Bay for, for Trey Lance. And we know Niners traded up to get him, picked him third overall. He's not even the backup, couldn't beat out Sam Darnold in, in this camp, in this preseason for that role on, on the team. We have a disagreement here on the show on, on what that should mean and what Trey Lance's future can hold. Is it dire for Trey Lance? What's for you the takeaway for a quarterback drafted where he was drafted who cannot win the backup role under Kyle Shanahan? Look, sometimes you're not a right fit for a team. Does that mean that Trey Lance isn't going to be an NFL quarterback? Absolutely not. It just means he won't be uh, the quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. Hey, remember when uh, the Atlanta Falcons drafted Brett Favre in the second round? And... He played there for one year and then went to Green Bay and became an all-time great. You you have to start looking at this game as you can go somewhere. It doesn't fit you. The surroundings also can affect how you're protected. So once, when you're in the building and you're a quarterback and once people think you're not ready and they move on, then they've moved on. And this is a situation in San Francisco where they moved on off Trey Lance, bringing Sam Donald in for the backup. But that doesn't mean that Trey Lance isn't going to develop into a quarterback. It just is not going to be for the San Francisco 49ers. This is a blip in the road. In five years, we could be talking about, man, remember how this started? Tom Brady was a seventh-round draft pick. Brock Purdy, the starting quarterback there, was Mr. Irrelevant. So – uh, excuse me, Tom Brady was a sixth round. I was a seventh round, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> so it, it, it's not about how you start. It's about how you work and how you finish. And he still has an opportunity to do it. And, look, I've always said this about the San Francisco 49ers. Very few teams can survive that type of blunder, moving up and giving away the, the draft capital they gave away and taking a quarterback and it doesn't work. Very few teams can, can survive that. San Francisco 49ers have done nothing but win since they made that uh, mistake. So 
that's why they still have their jobs. That's why Kyle Shanahan still coaching. Uh, you know, that's why because their team is built to win now. Trey Lance wasn't ready to play now and win now. Ephraim, I love the uh, the optimism. You got you got DeCelestino dancing over here because he's a huge Trey Lance fan. Um, the NFC North is really interesting because that is obviously a very very different division than it has been for a couple generations. The, the Packers do not, as far as we know, have a generational talented quarterback. Are you optimistic? Are you high on or the opposite, Jordan Love or, or Justin Fields in that eternal Packers Bears rivalry in that division? Look, I, I think this is an opportunity for both of these young men. For Justin Fields, uh, this is his third year. So I remember prior to last season, everybody talking about Jalen Hurts in this similar way. Oh, what are they going to do? Is, are, are, is this the year where they need to see something from Jalen Hurts? Can he be the quarterback in Philadelphia or do we need to do something else in the draft next year? I remember all of those, you know, us talking about those topics and all Jalen Hurts did was come out and take his team to the Super Bowl. Right? So that's the third year. When you get into your third year as a quarterback and you've started in this league, you got to really make a huge jump. Because if you don't make that jump in year three, you're going to fall behind the curve. So I'm looking for Justin Fields to be able to really take that next step and lead this team to some victories because, quite frankly, the Chicago Bears, in my opinion, had the poorest roster uh, in, in, in the division last year. It was very difficult to win games with that roster. And in terms of Jordan Love, Jordan Love's been in the league a long time. This is his opportunity. If he doesn't understand what this opportunity means for him and how he needs to play, then maybe the game is too big for him. He's had all the, the you know, he, he's had all the practices. He's learned from one of the all-time greats. He's been in the, build, the building, all of these things. Everything is set up for him to be successful. Now it's up to him to be successful. Players still have to play. Ephraim, who, who in the interim this upcoming season, who's the team that wins that division? Are, are you on the Detroit because I'm just not a Kirk Cousins guy. I can't remember where you. I'm just. I just don't. I have zero faith in Kirk Cousins. So for me, I kind of fall back on on the Lions. But I'm not sure. Do Do you have a strong sense of who you think wins that division? Well, I think it'd be an insult for the Minnesota Vikings not to win. So they have to know that. They have to hear the rumblings of Detroit. Uh, you know, uh, forging its way uh, in, into taking over that division. Uh, team that didn't even make the uh, playoffs last year. So if, if I'm – I think this is a little added motivation for Kirk Cousins. We know how Kirk can get when he gets angry. Uh, for Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings, I will still hang my hat on the Minnesota Vikings, but I also think that Detroit can get to the playoffs uh, as a wild card in that division. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to just having as a Bears fan it not be a lock that the Packers are going to be excellent. Ephraim Salam here on on the show. E, last question for you. I'm curious, when you look at the AFC, what you see in Jacksonville and what you think that team, Trevor Lawrence, having gotten the, the, uh, the shackles of Urban Meyer off of that organization, what their ceiling can be in an AFC that's going to be fun but really crowded? Well, I think they have an opportunity to, to do something great. And just like I was talking about 
Jalen Hurts and, and Justin Fields and you know, this is Trevor Lawrence's third year. It's time to see if he's that guy we thought he was coming out of college. Now I get it, the setback with Urban Myers was awful. Doug Peterson's done a great job coming in there, changing the whole culture. We saw the talent uh in that Jacksonville team and so for me, I'm looking for that. This is a division that's extreme. It's winnable for them. I mean, he's the best quarterback in that division right now. So this is a, a division that's that's winnable, and they should win that division by leaps and bounds. I love that. Ephraim Salam hanging out. Uh, the the alum like me of Fox Sports Live. How long did that show last? Did we make it three years? We got yeah, we got a couple years in there, man. You know, we. I, it was just, it was a great idea. It just was, it wasn't, in my opinion, it wasn't executed properly. But I agree. It's just me. I mean, the guy that lost, like one of the guys that was in charge of it, and I love the guy, that quit halfway. You know, I was like, I'm retiring. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> see you later. Yeah. So it, I, I was, I, see, what you don't know behind the scenes is I was going up there pitching things, right? And I just don't think they were receptive to I making the show better you know i was really like hey we could it was a lot of voices and not there a lot of time a lot to of talk voices. about issues there were a lot of cooks in the kitchen there were a yeah. lot we go to those pro those 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 pre-show meetings it'd be 58 there'd be like new people like who are you oh i run the show today like oh nice to meet you yeah it, it was it was so much going on in there i was <laughs> like okay well you know but it was fun being out there with the guys and i that was, that, that was a ball that was a blast I loved it. I love being on there. Other than every day, it was like a different. Today, you cover hockey. What? Yeah, you're you're a hockey writer today. <laughs> okay, great. Um, e, good to, hey, buddy, it's always good talking to you. Hope the family's good. You guys start school already? Yeah, we started man, yesterday. We've been in school for two weeks, man. Two weeks? Yeah, that's early. All right. I know. Wow. Well, mom and dad are free at least. Mom and dad hey, got guess what? Yeah. Guess what? Talk to me. Let's go to let's go to let's go to London for for NFL game this year. You want to go to London? October eighth, right. carve it out. Let's we going to see Jacksonville and uh, you and me. Who do they play? Yeah, let's go. All I gotta do is convince my work to send me, and I'm in. I'd love to. Do, I love. Are you seriously thinking about going? I'm going. All right, let me. My you got tickets? Going to school. My nephew's going to school over there. At Southampton University, which is about an hour and a half outside of London, so I told him I'm gonna come over and I'm gonna take him to an NFL game. All right, let me kick the tires on that with with, with my. By the way, I have 31 bosses now too. Let me kick the the tires on that. With That's my okay. Bosses. They all got money, so have them send you over there. <laughs> they they do have, have money. Send us both over there, and we can be out there the whole week at practice and getting some exclusive stuff. Ooh, a double pitch. All right, I'm gonna pitch oh, it. Man. Well, crickets are coming back. I'm just telling you, but I'm gonna pitch it. <laughs> Good talking, pal. Thanks for uh, thanks Absolutely. for being on. All right, bud. See you, dude. E from, e from Salam on the show. How I got a? What does the email subject line say? Going to London with E. I think is what the pitch is gonna is gonna is gonna say. Going to London with E. Not sure I'll be able to pull it off though. What do you think, Tom? Uh, e is very, very serious about this. He said, make it happen. I tried to very nicely explain to E that I have absolutely no juice around here. 
Um, and then he laughed at me and said, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll send you the pitch email and let you take care of it. Uh, hey, it's Spike, not going to uh, go the way we want it to go. Spike, do you have a sec? Uh, I'd like Bill would like to go to London. No, I don't have a sec. Not if that's the conversation. Okay, see you later. <laughs> see you later. Uh, how's buy or sell today? Uh, we have a Ryan Clark to a tongue of Iloa update in buy or sell. Ooh, little Ryan Clark taking shots at Tua. Breaking news, buy or sell twist coming up next year on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively... Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. When he's right, he's right. My wife, by the way, I do the dishes largely. She only drinks cups from cups you can't put in the dishwasher. So then I try to put them in the dishwasher (laughs) and she gets mad. So there's like, I'm not kidding, there's 30 cups that are just always sitting out and she won't wash her own. Like, Pick the cups you can put in the dishwasher. So today, and she thought it was clever, and I thought it was too early in the morning, took a photo of 30 dirty cups, and and she put underneath it, this is a Taylor Swift reference, death by a thousand cups. <laughs> That's funny. I don't like her being funny on a problem she created. You're listening to Writer Than You with Bill Writer. Would you like to know, Tom, what was going on in my kitchen when I left the house this morning for the radio show? You interested in what was happening there? Absolutely. Give it to me. Cups. Just cups everywhere. And do you know what's going to happen when I get home today before my wife does from her job? More cups. Oh, no. And I told her this two days ago. I'm not get All the cups are going in the dishwasher. And those that get ruined, get ruined. And those that break, break. Where are we getting all these said cups? Like, where are they coming from? Are we buying them? Are we getting them yeah, free somewhere? Yeah, she has, like, cups that have different cities on them, and you can't put them in the dishwasher. And there's cups that are... I guess they're metal and they'll go, they'll rust. I don't care. Just don't, just pick it. We have a lot of cups. Ooh, I like the cup collection thing in terms of like going to a new city and getting a cup. I do that with magnets. <laughs> what? I get a magnet from every new city that I visit. So you have four magnets on your fridge. Yeah, it's, uh, I got a lot of space left. <laughs> why, why magnets? That's, I'm not making that's cool. Why magnets? They're always in the gift shop. Like you're in the airport, there's always magnets there. It's not that I love magnets. It's just, they're always there. They're cheap, too. What do you do with them? Put them on your fridge? Yeah. Well, the, the side of the fridge now, like, when I was a bachelor, I had them, like, you know, actually holding things up that I would put on the fridge that I needed. Now they got relegated to, like, the side of the fridge because my wife doesn't like how they look. Are they ugly magnets? I didn't think so. That's why I bought them. This portion of the show is brought to you by Wesley Financial. Stuck in a timeshare and want out? Contact Wesley Financial Group now and get a free timeshare exit information kit at wesleyfinancialgroup.com. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? 
It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. I take it you don't like the magnets. Not into it. Look, I'm not a big fan of just debris that 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 is that passes as like I don't like my wife has so much stuff. I don't need stuff to be happy. Right? I don't need a bunch of stuff. Why? Why bring it to the house? What is the what is the purpose of the magnets? To remember all the times and the memories from me visiting these cities. Do you have a camera on your phone? Yes, I have a camera. That'd be a nice way to have some memories. You're going to look at your Chicago magnet in four years and think, ah, the rental car. There's no talking to you. There's just no talking to you. (laughs) All right. All right, Bill, let's get to some NFL here, and let's follow up on something we led the show with this morning. Now, since you gave your take on Ryan Clark versus Tua Tungavailoa, Ryan Clark has since tweeted a very lengthy post, very lengthy written post, which also includes a video. Bill, here's a clip from Clark's video. If I've offended you, Tua, if I've hurt you, if I've disrespected you, if anybody that supports and loves you feels some sort of way because of what I said, I truly apologize. I had two priorities when I started this job. Number one, respect the players and the executives and the coaches that make this game run. Number two, it was earn the respect of those very same people and more importantly, keep it. Anything contrary to that, then I got to check myself. Bill, buy or sell, it's actually an apology if the words, if I offended you, are used. It's a great question. And it's a tough one because otherwise it sounds like a great apology. But no, I'm going to sell. Sell. If I offended you means I shouldn't have to apologize, but I am because you're sensitive. That's what if I offended you means. I apologize. Clearly, you offended him. He said to keep his name out your mouth. Clearly, you he brought up the fact. I'd appreciate that- if you kept my name out your mouth. Yeah, he's offended. What do you mean if I offended you? Like clearly, it got to the level where you needed to post something on Twitter—a very long written, yeah. written message, as I said, with a video. Like clearly, you knew it got to this level, or else you wouldn't have posted anything. If I offended you. I wouldn't be doing this video. I mean, come on. It is a pretty good non-apology. If you took out the F, it'd be a pretty good apology. All right, Bill, let's follow up now on something we discussed yesterday, and that would be Chris Jones' holdout in Kansas City and how it may or may not impact the Chiefs this season. And Andy Reid, after practice yesterday, gave us an update on what exactly is going on with Chris Jones. There's been no communication, so I don't, I don't know uh, what's going to go there. But whatever happens, happens. I mean, not there. We, the game goes on, right? So that's how it works. So, so he's got, they got to communicate and do their thing. And there's just been no communication. So there's been no communication. My question to you, Bill: Buy or sell? Now is the very first time you believe there's a chance Chris Jones could actually miss Week One. Sell. I think I've thought this is impossible for a while, for a few Sell. weeks now. I mean, you've won everything. You're, you've got a bunch of money. You feel disrespected. I, I, it's gotten up. We're up against it. I, I, I thought it was possible. But certainly, the alarm bells are rising. No communication. That's not what I wanted to hear from Andy Reid yesterday if I'm a Chiefs fan. Like, hey, like things aren't progressing. We're talking, but we're not, we're not getting anywhere. No communication? That's not great. 
I have a buy or sell question for you off of this topic, Tom. And this is not this is not me asking you whether you think Chris Jones matters. I know that he does. Buy or sell, you think there will be noticeable decline in the number of wins over the first seven or eight weeks if Chris Jones is not playing? Sell. I agree. Which is so crazy for me to say because I've said many times on this show that I think Chris Jones is the second most important player on that entire team ahead of Travis Kelsey. But no, I think Patrick Mahomes will make up for it. Maybe they'll give up, you know, 27, 28 points right. per game now. But Patrick Mahomes will just score 35. At the risk of oversimplifying things, I think Chris Jones and his impact becomes markedly more important in the postseason when every play and every down matters. And obviously you are going to be playing elite quarterbacks every step of the way. And you got to go get them. All right, Bill, let's continue the theme of players not being happy with their contracts. The Colts have set next Tuesday as the deadline for running back Jonathan Taylor to find an adequate trade partner. Now, Bill, reportedly six teams have reached out to Indy and two have made trade offers, one of those teams reportedly being the Miami Dolphins. Bill, buy or sell the Colts setting a deadline next week means they are serious about trading Jonathan Taylor. Oh, you know what? I'll buy. Buy. That I think that if the Dolphins came in, as an example, and offered a first-round pick, and maybe another one, but maybe just a first, yes, I think, I, yes, I think, the Col- I'll go further. The Colts probably should trade him. They obviously don't want to pay him. The value in running backs when you go through this is in the short term because they get worn out. You have him under your fourth year, final year of a contract because he was not a first-round pick. Was he a second-round pick? And then you can franchise him. So you've got a few years where you got him, you know, if he acquiesces. But you, you technically, as a, as the CBA has written, you got him under contract. And you're not going to win anything over there. The Colts are not going to be good this year. They're probably not going to be good next year. And by the third year, he's not going to be probably good enough to contribute at the level that his income suggests, which means you probably should trade him and get something in return. Whatever value he has is going to be better spent on a team that can compete this year and next year. All right, Bill. Speaking of value, yesterday Broncos quarterback Russell Wilson met the media, and he had this to say when asked about facing pressure this season. Do I feel the pressure? No. Um, you know, I, I don't run. I don't run from it. You know, uh, I, I look forward to it. I run to it. If anything, I think we, we as a team, you know, we're all in this thing together. Uh, we're all searching for one thing, and that's to get better every day. Um, we're not looking too far ahead you know all we got is today trying to learn as much as we can from today's practice trying to learn to the next day and use that experience um but I, you know for me personally you know i've been fortunate to play it's be my 12th year god's blessed me uh, with uh, 12 years you know doing this and and uh every time I, I every time i i go to the game every time i strap on my pads or practice whatever it may be i i just got a heart of gratitude you know heart of gratitude is what frees your mind to play with joy and to do it with competitive edge too at the same time and and to know where the gift comes from and from above and so for me um i'm also grateful i get to do it with such great guys that work their butts off every day that makes it that makes uh you know the job that much better bill buy or sell russell wilson is under the most pressure of any quarterback in the nfl this year all right so great question i'm just trying to think who could be under who would be under any more pressure than this guy not a rookie Maybe Jordan Love. Maybe Aaron Rodgers. I'll buy he's under the most pressure. I think it's him. Buy. Buy or sell that his answer was a whole bunch of drivel, by the way. A whole bunch of 
took it in a completely different direction of how much he appreciates the opportunity to play in the game. Like, dude, we asked you about pressure. You stunk last year. Are you going to stink again? Is Sean Payton going to turn your career around or not? Did he say, did I hear properly that the key to being a competitor is having a heart of gratitude? I have a heart of gratitude. Can I go play in the NFL now? (laughs) I think so. I think that's what he meant. I have a heart of gratitude. Someone sign me. You could go play quarterback for the Denver Broncos, apparently. I threw my back out yesterday, and if I hadn't, I'd go play running back for the Colts. Heart of gratitude. They're, they're in need of one. You know what's awesome? Throwing your back out. That doesn't sound fun at all. Thank you, sandbags, that I needlessly got for the hurricane that wasn't a hurricane. Okay, it's all, it happens. Speaking of it happens, we've spoken a number of times during NFL training camp about teams getting into fights and brawls during joint practices. Well, Browns head coach Kevin Stefanski has come up with a unique punishment for any Cleveland Browns player who gets in a fight. Now, if a starter gets in a fight, Bill, he now has to play in the upcoming preseason game. If a backup player who is trying to earn a roster spot gets in a fight, He cannot play in the upcoming preseason game, obviously losing a big opportunity. Bill Byersell, you like Kevin Stefanski's training camp fight rules. So they're punished by playing? Yeah, veterans don't want to play, so now they got to play. And dudes who are trying to, you know, make some money and... I'll buy it. Let's get crazy. Bye. Like, these fights are so pointless. Like, we uh, need to do away with them. It is interesting to go up to a guy and be like, hey, you are uh, you got punished for uh, fighting. And the guy's like, oh, so I'm so I, 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 I'm not a starter. Oh, yeah, no. I guess that's the downside to it. <laughs> you know? know? Think about wait, it wait. that way. Hey, coach, I got in a fight. I know I'm playing on Saturday. No, you're out. Oh. Well, oh, you're in. Oh, oh! I guess oh, I'm gonna so be I'm, out though. <laughs> I guess I'm. So you think I suck? Then I'll have to fight you. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I guess it could be a delicate situation if you. Yeah. Have what if you're a, on the border? Yeah, fringe player there. You know. Yeah, I guess Stefanski's hoping he doesn't have to deal with that. I'm not a Stefanski of this plan. So. Oh, really? No, no. All right, but let's keep it in the NFL here. Newly inducted Pro Football Hall of Famer DeMarcus Ware will now be inducted into the Dallas Cowboys Ring of Honor this season. Now, Ware spent nine seasons with America's team. That's right. I said America's team. However, Bill, two-time Super Bowl winning head coach in Dallas, Jimmy Johnson, will still have to wait. Jerry Jones said back in 2021 that Johnson would one day get his deserved spot in the Cowboys Ring of Honor. Obviously, as we know, Jones and Johnson's personal rift has been well documented over the years. Buy or sell Jerry Jones will ever put Jimmy Johnson into the Dallas Cowboys that, ring of honor. That Jerry will sell. Sell. He'll he'll be in, but it'll be when 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 his son is in charge and Jerry is is no longer here and with us. By the way, this is so petty and it's so small. But the fact that they have been, and I don't think Barry Switzer counts because he basically inherited Jimmy's team. The fact they have been a, a clown car, a joke, a dumpster fire since Jimmy got fired for insulting Jerry's ego 59 years ago or whatever the hell it was. 
it makes this even more ridiculous. It's not like this is petty, but but Jerry went out and hired people that were successful. They have been a joke for decades now. Although, to be fair, if, if they only had hearts of gratitude, according to Rust, they could all win everything. Everything would get solved then. Hearts of gratitude. All right, Bill. A heart full of gratitude is what's going to make you get a first. How'd you get that first down? I had a heart full of gratitude. And the ball just metaphysically found its way to the receiver. <laughs> was your phone just ringing back there? Yeah, it was. I didn't want the. Uh, I didn't want the. To- it wasn't my phone. It's the phone here in the control room. I didn't want the. Uh... Who's calling? I don't know. Do you want to ask him? Well, I, I I put it on the table so that the ringer would stop making sound while I was on the you microphone. Saw that. <laughs> it's all happening. I was trying to be sly there. It's not. It was. I liked it. It is not my cell phone for the record. It is not my personal. Well, I'm not making phone. fun of you. I just saw you. I, no, who's calling? Right. That's happened to me in the studio a couple times. Yeah, these phones are normally on silent. Oh, hello? This, 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 There's Jerry there? <laughs> uh, what? Jerry, oh, I got right there. Maybe it was Jimmy Johnson calling to say, like, uh, he agrees with us. Could be. Maybe it's Ryan Clark. If I offended you as well, <laughs> I'm sorry. Well done there. Bill, let's get to some college football here. Former USC star Reggie Bush held a press conference yesterday at the Coliseum to officially announce his defamation lawsuit against the NCAA. And, Bill... He also wants his Heisman Trophy back. I got dreams of coming back in this stadium and running out of that tunnel with the football team. I got dreams of walking back in here and seeing my jersey, my banner, right down there next to the rest of the Heisman Trophy winners. Uh, But I can't rightfully do that without my Heisman Trophy. Bill, buy or sell the NCAA will ever give Reggie Bush his Heisman Trophy back. So I need a little clarification here. I should know this. The Heisman Committee is its own thing, the, the club. What is the – what can – if the Heisman folks decided they want to give it back to him without the NCAA's permission, what do you, do you know what the sort of politics on that is? I believe the NCAA still is in governing control of that. You are correct. Yeah. The Heisman Trophy is its own separate entity in terms of the committee, but I believe the NCAA still governs that. Um, will they ever get – I'll buy only because buy. I think in the next two or three or four or five years – the NCAA is going to be humbled or ground down to something different and distinctly different. And under the shell of whatever remains and is called the NCAA, maybe somebody will come to their senses. Bill, let's finish up with some baseball here because I know you love this team and you love this topic. The New York Yankees won a baseball game last night, ending their nine-game losing streak, beating the Nationals 9-1. to Plus, for the first time in his career, Aaron Judge hit three home runs in a single game. Judge now has 27 homers in just 72 games played this season. Buy or sell that not even Aaron Judge can make the New York Yankees interesting this year. Buy. I just, I don't care. Buy. They're not very, they won a game, it's national news. It's national news they won a game finally after two weeks. Well, they hadn't lost 10 in a row since pre-Babe Ruth. I know. You're not wrong. What do you hate more, talking about the Yankees or what I call the Dallas Cowboys America's team? Oh, that's a tough one. I don't mind talking about the Yankees when they have earned to be talked about. I don't mind talking about them when it makes sense to discuss them. The Yankees Yankees aren't a good baseball team and baseball's not even relevant like it it used to be. How often have we talked the Tigers? Are we talking the Tigers? Uh, Checking my notes, we have not. 
I mean, the Padres are as interesting as the Yankees, especially with all the analytics that suggest they should be better. How much have we talked to Padres nationally? I would say the Padres are more interesting this year than the Yankees. Clearly more interesting. The Marlins have won more World Series in the last 15, 20 years than the Yankees have. How many times have we talked to Marlins struggling in their new ballpark? Yeah, Yankees haven't won since 2009. The Cubs are a major market. You know this. You just went to Chicago. I got my magnet. We're also CBS Sports Radio. I know we're based in New York. We're not on in New York City. We are not. WFAN is on in New York City. But a lot like America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, the Yankees do have a national fan base. I don't know. To a degree, man. Like, yeah. But sort of the Cubs. I, I'll see guys in Yankees hats in L.A. Totally like, oh, agree yeah. with that. Totally you agree. A, you a Yankees fan? No, man. I was like that. Let me ask you a question. So this is true. I love New York. We left, but had we stayed, we would have. We loved the city. I love being. My mom's a New Yorker. She's from across the way in Jersey. I would lean into that New York part of my my sort of like my heritage. I love the city, and I buy or sell that I could have worn a Yankees hat as a sign of loving New York City, and still not like the Yankees. Buy. Really? So many people do that. So many people do. That. You can turn a Yankees hat into an I love New York hat. Yes, it's already been done. Because you can't. The I love New York is such a tourist thing. I didn't. Okay, it's interesting. It's also a cool looking hat. It's all right. Well, come on, you got to. It's a, way cool. The Cubs hat is cooler than the Yankees hat. I don't agree, man. I think really? blue's hard to pull off. Blue's hard to pull off. Blue, you look kind of. I mean, like Yan- I know we've talked about this before. The Yankees hat is not black. Look, I'm a Cubs fan. Yeah, it looks black to me though. I know it's dark blue, but 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 the Cubs is so light blue. I, I, I'm in a Mary Poppins cartoon scene. It's so blue. I love the Cubs, but that's a hard hat to pull off. Speaking of Mary Poppins, have you watched the new one that came out a few years ago? Kind with of. Emily Blunt. Kind of. I have a hot take here. I love the original. Yeah. Emily Blunt is a fantastic Mary Poppins. They were our neighbors sort of like three blocks away in Brooklyn, and they moved away to do Mary Poppins. So I always hated the movie because I felt like we would have become best friends. Her and the guy who was Jack Ryan. Jack Krasinski? Yeah, the dude from The Office. We never got to be best friends or meet. Yeah, I don't even know how to respond to that, so. <laughs> we went long today. Are we done or we got more? Oh, no, we're done. We're good. Well, that's it. All right. We didn't go shorts there. We went we went long. Uh, 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. Let's get into the ACC eyeing up the, uh, the, the, the remains of what was the Pac-12 and is now the Pac-4. We'll do that after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Peter Schwartz. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you. Thank you for being here. Appreciate you. You all right, Tom? I'm good. I'm great. I'm enjoying my Friday, Junior. Dude, that is a terrible, terrible expression. No, it's not. We got hump day on Wednesday. We're getting there. We're halfway to Friday. Friday, Junior. Oh, Friday's the next day. I'm almost there. I'm almost through my work week. And then Friday, did, everybody loves Friday. Did you make that up yourself? I've heard it somewhere. Look, hump day's popular. Friday, Junior, I, I, know. I know it's not popular. I heard it somewhere. I stole it from somebody. It's a thing, man. Let me ask you a question. Now, I hate Twitter. I never tweeted sports writer, sports R-E-I-T-E-R, so you should definitely follow me. What do you think about putting your kids in your in your uh, profile picture? Very funny you mentioned that because as you saw, I believe I sent it to you, me and the little dude took a picture outside of Wrigley Field with the, the big red sign in the background. I thought about making that my profile picture for all my social media accounts, Facebook, Twitter. And then as I was doing it, I stopped myself and I said, mm, I don't think I want my little dude on there. Yeah, I, I've got a new one here. I'll show you. I got a new one. 
I'm about to push it because I think it's time to get rid of the sunglasses. I'm about to push apply, but it's got my kids in there. I got mixed feelings, but my kids are already on the top banner thing. But That's a great picture. It's a great picture. And plus, too, it doesn't make any sense what I did because my wife has our son all over Instagram. So it doesn't matter. I am not a big share in my personal life on social media. Neither am I. The end. What a great talk we had. I mean, I'm not a, a huge social media guy. I do it for work. I mean, I don't. I don't love. I just don't love social media. But you should definitely follow me, Sports Writer Sports R E I T E R. I also don't love being social. I know. By the way, I know you don't. Which is <laughs> me either. By the way, this is my social time. This is my enjoyable social time. Uh, by the way, this is important. Driving under the influence of marijuana is illegal. And law enforcement officers can tell if you're driving high. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI paid for by NHTSA. As I've told the audience, we do do a thing where I just hold up a bobblehead to my return and make it look at you. And you, dude, you are so, I think you're starting to crack after two years. I can't just stare at a bobblehead for 60 seconds. I don't know what to do. I look at the ceiling. I look at my computers. Like, I, I don't know what to do. But they're demonstrative. You had me talk to it yesterday. Yeah, that was two days ago, I, I believe. Was it yesterday? might have been yesterday. It all bleeds together. Fairness, it might have been yesterday. Uh, little update here. Not, not surprising that the ACC is picking on the remains of the Pac-4 and another school. Reports out there that that conference on the East Coast is looking to add, potentially still, Stanford, Cal, and SMU, which is in the Metroplex and in the Dallas area, they need, it sounds like according to reporting, one more school president, one more school to come on board to get it done. It would be at, we don't know the details yet, but a steep, steep discount in terms of what the other schools would get financially. And it seems, I'm not sure about inevitable, but highly, highly, highly likely that this is going to be the outcome. And if you're if you're Stanford, if you're Cal, if you're SMU to a lesser extent, but still, geography doesn't matter. Survival matters. When somebody throws you a life raft, you don't ask whether it's your favorite color. You, you grab onto it. Whether it's convenient, you grab onto it. I'm not even mad at the situation. This this is the way the moment conferences, those that are going to survive, started taking and stealing and carving up other conferences, and the Pac-12, which is a historic conference, became the Pac-4, basically. I mean, this year is a... You know how people have their retirement tours? This is a retirement tour for the entire conference. Then you gotta do what you gotta do to survive. You gotta go... You gotta go... So I'm not mad about it. It's a bizarre pairing, though. This might be the one I hate the most. Cal and Stanford, and to a lesser degree, SMU in the ACC. Like, I could kind of justify in my head the Big 12 expansion, the Big 10 expansion. This one makes no sense other than money. I know they're all about money, but like I said, I could kind of justify the Big 10 and the Big 12. This one is dumb. But I don't... It's not... You're talking about from which perspective, the ACC. I think it's about survival, though. I don't even think it's about money anymore. But I, I hear you. Good show, pretty daddy. Uh, I have not broken it to Ephraim Salam yet that I don't think I'm going to London with him in October, but but really enjoyed having him on. Thank you for listening. My name's Bill Ryder. We'll see you back here tomorrow on CBS Sports Radio. 
TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 